Welcome everyone to your number one source for inspiring content from myself and other people who are putting a focus towards optimizing their health and maximizing their potential. I'll be bringing you education and conversations designed to assist you in taking your physical health, mental health and life as a whole to the next level. I am your host, Lewis Pierce, and this is the Priority Health Show. Hello and welcome to Priority Health Show, episode number 13. Now, we are currently streaming live on Facebook, so if you have any questions, feel free to bang them in the comment section of this video. I'm currently not watching it live because I find it distracts me a bit. So I'll pop back in before the end and see if there's any questions based on today's topic. Um, but if you're watching this on the replay, give me a hashtag replay. And if you're watching this on the live, give me a hashtag live. So let's get cracking with this week's episode. Okay, Episode number 13 of the Priority Health Show. And today is it's a, basically the answer to a question that I was asked a couple of times in last week's free five-day challenge, the back on track challenge, which if you are interested in getting involved in, you can hit the link above if you're on Facebook to learn more about the challenge itself. If you're listening to this on the replay on YouTube or Spotify, all the information that you need is in the show notes. Starting a couple of weeks, I run a challenge every single month at the moment. That's subject to change depending on how full they get because they are quite um, draining because I do put a lot into it. So as the interest grows, the audience size grows inside of the challenge, I will reduce the frequency that I do them. But at the moment, it's once a month. So the question that I was asked was, how many calories does a female need for fat loss? Now, this is a very, very broad question. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to deep dive into, or take it back to basics, the energy balance. We're going to talk about how you actually burn calories. And then I'm going to talk at the end. I'm actually going to specifically answer this question. Without a little bit of background, it's kind of got no context. So I want to give you that context. So calories. Calorie is a is an energy unit. Okay, it's a way of measuring energy. And in regards to your body composition, you have something called an energy balance, which is basically how many calories you consume will directly affect or directly, you know, cause either weight gain or weight loss, depending on which way you want to look at it or however many calories you're consuming. So energy balance is if you eat less than you need, then you lose weight. If you eat more than you need, then you put on weight. That is the fundamentals of fat loss. It's very, very simple. So this energy balance, the amount of calories that you burn, okay, there's two variables inside of um, energy balance. You've got the calories that you consume and the energy that you burn. Okay, so let's talk about the energy that you burn. This is something called total daily energy expenditure. Okay, T-D-E-E. -E. Now, you may or may not have heard of this term before, but either way, I'm going to break it down for you. So this is the total amount of calories that you will burn in one day. Okay. It's made up of four different areas. The first one is basal metabolic rate, or otherwise known as BMR. This is what I call your coma calories. So if you did nothing all day, if you were in a coma, or if you slept all day, this is how many calories you would need to keep your body alive. And it makes up about 60% of your overall calories that you burn. So for example, 
if your total daily energy expenditure was 2000 calories for this example, then your BMR would be approximately 1200 calories. So in order for your body to actually function optimally, it would need 1200 calories. Okay, If you were in a coma, you'd need 1200 calories a day. Okay. Then the next part is NEAT, which is a non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So this is exercise that isn't planned. It's the school run. It's walking around doing the housework going and doing the food shop, the gardening, whatever. Okay, it's the general activities that you do on a daily basis. This makes up approximately 25% of your daily, total daily energy expenditure. Okay, so back to the example of 2,000 calories a day, that was your TDEE. Then I'm testing my maths now. Your NEAT would be about 500 calories. Okay, so you've got 1,200 calories from your basal metabolic rate. 500 from your, from your NEAT, which takes you up to 1,700. So there's 300 calories remaining from your total daily energy expenditure for this example of 2,000 calories. There's two things remaining. First is your thermal effects of food, which is basically how many calories you burn breaking down food in your digestive system. So breaking down food for energy requires energy, right? So the more protein that you eat, the higher your thermic effect of food is because protein requires more energy to break down. It's harder to break down, which is one of the reasons why you suggest you have a protein, high protein diet is because you actually will increase that calorie deficit or increase the calories that you burn by a little bit, but it's better than nothing. And your thermic effect of food, depending on how much protein you consume and what your diet split is or that sort of thing, is between five and 10%, right? So between five and 10%, we'll go with 10% for this example. So you're looking at 200 calories. Right, you're looking at 200 calories out of the 2,000 for the day for this example. And the last thing left is eat, which is exercise activity thermogenesis, which is the amount of calories that you burn doing a workout. And this is the thing that most people focus on and what they think is so important is their exercise. And really, it's not. Exercise for this example, or generally burns five to seven percent of your total daily energy expenditure. Obviously, that depends on the individual. Yeah, but for most people, it's five percent of your total daily energy expenditure. Which isn't very much. That's a hundred calories in this example. So you can see that the biggest influencing factor on the amount of calories that you burn is your BMR, which you can't really control unless the only way you can really control that is by actually making sure that your body is performing optimally. Yeah, and by increasing muscle mass will help increase your base basal metabolic rate but you can't really change that massively. So the next thing is neat, which you can address. And this is for layman's terms, it's the amount of steps you do on a daily basis. So you can increase your need by being more active in general, not doing more exercise or more workouts, but by doing more, being on your feet more through the day, okay? And your workout, like I said, plays a very, very small part. So be more active, eat more protein. Um, don't worry too much about your workouts from a fat loss perspective. Just focus on being consistently in a deficit. That's your total daily energy expenditure, okay? And that is how you, how you kind of break down the amount of calories that you burn on a daily basis, okay? So we covered energy balance, which is basically how many calories you consume and the amount of calories that you burn. We've just covered the amount of calories that you burn on a daily basis. Now, when it comes to calories that you actually consume, very, very simple, okay? That's what I'm going to answer in this. This is what the answer, question was initially which is the amount of calories that you actually need. So basically, to lose weight, you want to be eating less than your TDEE, okay? 
only a little bit less. Because when you start going massively into a calorie deficit that's extremely extreme, then your BMR starts being affected. Because you've got to remember that your, our bodies are primitive. They, they don't understand the lack of confidence that you have in a swimsuit. And it doesn't think, oh, yeah, let's lose loads of weight quickly so that Sally can enjoy her time at the beach. It doesn't give a crap about that. I'll be honest with you. All it cares about from a primitive level is keeping you alive. Okay. So when you go into an extreme calorie deficit, your body thinks it's being starved and it doesn't want to be starved. It wants to stay alive. So what it's going to do is it's going to reduce your needs. Yeah. Which is why when people go into a calorie deficit, they then don't actually lose any weight. And it's because their body has actually reduced their overall activity subconsciously as a defense mechanism, which is why it's important for you to track your steps whilst trying to lose weight so that you know that your activity levels don't reduce. And what it also does is it reduces your BMR. So it reduces the amount of calories that it actually requires to stay alive. That means that brain function is inhibited. If you can hear that helicopter, I apologize. They have zero consideration for what I'm trying to do. Back to BMR, your body will reduce it when you're in an extreme calorie deficit. So brain fog's inhibited, digestion's inhibited, you have less energy, you can um, lose your menstrual cycle if you're in an extreme calorie deficit for a long period of time. Your body basically just starts performing less than optimal, okay? And that's your body's kind of self-defense against actually losing body fat because it doesn't want to lose it. It wants to lose it to a certain extent if you're extremely overweight, but... It doesn't want to lose weight. It wants to stay, stay alive. So that's why you've got to make sure that you're going into a very, very slight calorie deficit. So based on my, on my experience in coaching females, I've worked with over 300 women, close to 400 now, specifically on a one-to-one -one basis where I set their calorie targets. I monitor their progress. I've only ever worked with maybe three men. Not very, not very, very men. I am very much a female fat loss coach. So based on that experience of working with nearly 400 women, the general consensus of what, how many calories a female should be consuming is between 1,400 and 2,000 for fat loss. Now, that depends on a lot of factors. The size of the woman, okay? If a woman's five foot, she's obviously going to need less calories than a woman that is six foot, okay? So that's the first thing that needs to be taken into consideration. Also, the neat, okay, how active someone is. If I've got some clients who work from home, sit behind a desk all day. They have knee pain, so they can't, they're not very active. They're getting a couple of thousand steps in a day. I've also got some clients who work on a farm, have horses, have dogs, and are getting close to 30,000 steps a day. That's going to be another contributing factor to how many calories that they can consume and still lose weight. Okay? You've also got to think about someone's actual metabolism itself if they've done a lot of extremely harsh dieting their bmr is going to be lower their metabolism is going to be lower that may need repairing you've also got to think about the actual workouts that someone's doing i know i mentioned that they're not actually that important but i have some clients who work out twice a day every day because they're absolute lunatics and they love it but and they're recovering well for it so they can do that so these are things that you've got to consider so my suggestion for you is to not go less than 1400 calories you should never have to go in my experience less than 1400 calories so either way i've had women that i've coached get to a point where they have abs and they're consuming more than 1400 calories so you shouldn't have to go less than 1400 i've also had women lose body fat on 2200 calories a day and that's because they're at the higher end of activity yeah extremely active working out lots so you've got to think about yourself 
And the easiest way for you to do this is to go and find an online calorie calculator. They're all as equally crap as each other. You're just getting a ballpark figure at the end of the day. Because unless you're plugged into the machines, you're monitored on a day-to-day basis, it's difficult to you actually to actually get a number that's accurate. And it's going to change each day depending on your activity levels. So it's just ultimately an educated guess for you to start with. And that's why you want to be tracking your calories and tracking your steps so that you can actually minimize how much of a guess that number is and you can control the variables. So that basically means that you need to find an online calorie calculator, enter your stats, it'll ask for your height, your weight, your age, all that sort of thing, your activity levels, and be realistic with your activity levels. And it's going to give you a number. Somewhere between 1,400 and 2,000 usually is the number that you will get. Most of my clients are probably, on average, 1,700 calories starting point. They lose body fat. And most of them will stay at that for the entire time they work with me. We'll make very minimal changes to their actual um, calorie target because they're consistent, which is what most people aren't. So get your calorie number from a calorie calculator. Set a step target, one that's realistic for you, but maybe is a little bit more than you normally do. If you normally do 6,000, do 7,000. Yeah, hit those steps every day, hit those calories every day for at least two weeks and then look at what's happening on the back end, right? Not on your actual bum, but what are the results that you're getting from those two consistencies? Are you getting the results that you want? Like, are you losing weight? Are your measurements going down? If so, crack on and continue. Don't change anything. Are you not losing weight? Is it staying the same? Then maybe drop calories by 100, but never change calories and steps simultaneously. Drop calories by 100. And then the next thing is if they're actually going up, then maybe look at dropping your calories by a couple hundred, okay? And then rinse and repeat. Keep looking at your consistency with your calories and your steps. Look at the results that you're getting. Are you getting the results that you want? And if you're not, then make some adjustments. Don't rush it, okay? That's what the mistake a lot of women make is they rush the process. They haven't seen results for two days, so they drop calories. They haven't seen results for two days, they drop calories again. But they're not actually being consistent with the calories or their steps. So they're just basically starving themselves for no freaking reason. Yeah, on an endless cycle of starving themselves and not getting results. And that's how your metabolism, metabolism gets buggered. And then you're in a world of pain. Know what I'm saying? So long story short, the question I was initially asked in the five-day challenge was how many calories do women need for fat loss? And I've answered that question extremely in-depth in an entire episode of the Priority Health Show. So hopefully this information that I've covered today has helped you with your fat loss quest with more, more body confidence, more energy, loving the skin you're in and all that good stuff. So if you want to learn a little bit more or you want to work with me for free for a bit of a try before you buy sort of thing, work with me for five days. The link on the, is in the show notes to join my free five-day challenge. Or if you're watching on Facebook, you can hit the link above this video. Join, work with me for five days. I'll teach you the fundamentals of fat loss. I'll answer all your questions. I'll do a live Q&A every single night for like an hour. So come in, get all your answers, questions answered for free, and then you can bugger off if you want, or you can stick around for a bit longer if you like what you see. Awesome. Thanks a lot for tuning in for today's episode. That's a wrap from me. See you in the next episode. Have a fantastic day. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap for today. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe so you don't miss any future shows, and I'd love to get your feedback, so feel free to leave me a review, regardless of whether you loved it or hated it. If you want to join the podcast community on Facebook or find out more about today's episode, please check out the show notes for all the additional information. See you next week.